Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive Podcast. I am Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl and your host. This is a podcast where every week we are going to talk about all the things that make our lives contagiously positive, health, happiness, food, nutrition, spirituality, our careers, relationships, and so much more. So join me weekly on an epic journey to becoming the happiest and healthiest person you know by filling up your toolbox with nourishment for your mind, body, and soul. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh my goodness, I have a goodie for you today. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be biased because it's my podcast and, and I love it and I enjoy doing it, but I love them all. But today for episode 24, I'm going straight from my gut today. I didn't plan out today. I'm going to be totally honest. Um, I didn't put the podcast into my planner so my alarm didn't go off to let me know that I was to record a podcast today. I do a podcast every single Monday and every single Wednesday and it didn't go off so I'm incredibly late and but while I was talking to um, my girlfriend in our mastermind group it hit me and I was like oh my god what am I going to talk about And it was actually a really good thing that I didn't plan it out because instantly, just based on our conversation, I knew what I needed to talk about. So I just went straight from my gut, which felt so good. It feels so good. So I want to talk to you today about something straight from my digital program, Creating and Living a Life That You Love. Yes, I am still talking about this program. No, I have no plans to stop anytime soon. I'm incredibly passionate about it. I think it is amazing. I think it can help change lives. And because of that, it is my responsibility to put it out there. Because if I don't, no one else is going to do it. So we were, my girlfriend and I, as I mentioned, were were in a mastermind group together and we've been setting goals. So we've been setting goals with each other and holding each other accountable and working through the steps together, letting each other know when we're about to do some things so that the other person can follow up and say, have you done this yet? And how did that make you feel? And because we don't want to disappoint each other, because we're each other's accountability, partner we do the goals right away we do take the actions right away because we don't want to disappoint each other and it's been really amazing I also wanted to talk about the my, my personal contagiously positive goal setting process because I just had a session with my coach, Jessica Dolphin, who is absolutely amazing, by the way, if you want to check her out, uh, Jessica Dolphin at Power of Three on all social media forums like Facebook, Instagram. She's very, very big on Facebook um, and does a Friday live every single Friday where you can get some golden nuggets. So there's my coach plug. I don't do anything without a coach. Um, When I make a big decision, I do it with a coach. Um, When I'm about to put a project out, I do it with a coach. When I'm feeling in a funk, I work with my coach. And I do this because a coach just pushes you a little further. And yes, there's so many things that you can do alone, 
but it is so much better and it takes you so much further and it grows you so much faster when you do it with a coach. So with my coach, um, we have created, we've made September the new January um, for my bit on the business side with Contagiously Positive. And so I've already set all of my goals and all of my financials, everything is all set for 2019. Like how amazing is that? And I did that with the help of my coach and I have a step-by-step -step plan. And now and we're not even in 2019 yet. And I already know what 2019 looks like. And I have my intentions and goals for the next three months. And I have a really big goal that's right up on my wall that I look at every single day. And yeah, so just the whole process of goals and intentions has been like all encompassing in my life right now. So, um, like short story made long, I'm here to give you my step-by-step -step goal setting process. So without further ado, let's get started and begin creating contagiously positive goals and heart centered goals. So, First of all, I want you to imagine this. I want you to think about whether or not this is you. You've set a goal and after a couple of months, it falls by the wayside, never to be looked at or thought about again until the new year when you think, holy crap, I didn't do that goal. Why didn't I do that? And then you start to, you know, do all of the self-hate and self-anger and you start self-sabotaging and you start talking to yourself really, really poorly. And I mean, I don't want you to do any of that, whether you achieve a goal or not. We should always be speaking to ourselves in kind and loving ways. But this is the pattern that I see many of my clients and many of my friends and just people in my world do. So it's not because you were, I don't believe that you didn't achieve that goal because you were too lazy or because you procrastinated or because you were unclear about how to achieve it. In my opinion, I don't think it has anything to do with that because I just know for myself and watching my clients set their goals, I think it's the way they set them. Like for example, my old pattern used to look like, well, I should save more money this year. So January 1st would come and I would say, I should save more money this year. And then the goal would be, okay, I'm gonna put $50 a month into my savings account. That was it. But then I had no plan. I wouldn't actually set any like automation up so that it would go. I would just, hopefully I would remember to do it. Hopefully I would have the money there, whatever it might be. But usually it just didn't happen. Or it would be like, I would think, okay, January 1st would come and I would think I should probably work out more. So then I would set a goal to work out three times a week or just kind of soulless, right? Even as I say it, I'm like, well, I'm not inspired to do that. So because they had like no heart and soul in them, usually by February 1st, my soulless list of should have, could have, would haves are just forgotten and lost. And I, I love this quote from Danielle Laporte. She says, if your goals aren't synced with the substance of your heart, then achieving them won't matter much. And I couldn't agree with this more. So most of us have goals and we set them to give us clarity and we set them up to give us some guidance to help us focus on our year or whatever the task is that we want to achieve. 
So it could be with regards to your career or your relationships or your health or your personal or professional development. Most likely you've set a goal around one of these topics this year. Often it's around money and health and relationships. But Something that I see happen, and I myself was at fault of this, is have you ever really thought about why you want what you want or if it's actually a goal or a true desire that you're going to be inspired every single day and motivated to achieve? So basically, are you setting goals that are going to enhance your life and are you setting goals that will actually bring you true joy? So the obstacle that many of us hit is that we don't actually take the time to figure out if the goals we are setting are realistic. And I don't mean realistic, can we achieve them? I mean, do they align with our true values, our true wants, our true desires, our true needs? Because when your goals are in alignment with what you truly desire, like those jump out of bed, I'm going to do anything to achieve this goal, you're you're setting yourself up for a success. It's like it's already yours because you're so motivated to do it. That's what I mean by being realistic. Is it realistic meaning, are you gonna jump out of bed every day and say, let's do this, I have a goal to achieve. So first things first, there are two steps that I take. Now, when I set, this is what I take when I set a big goal. This isn't what I do when I set a really tiny goal, okay? This is the step that I take when I don't even know what goals I want to set for the year. Um, I'm not saying that you have to set goals. I just think for me, it helps me stay in a constant state of, of growth and change and just evolve and learn. So this is really important for me. So if you know that your life isn't really where you want it to be and you feel like, well, I'm at point A, but I'd really like to be over there. I just don't know what or where over there is. This is the first step you can take. Step one is to dream or visualize. So this is what I always do. I start by closing my eyes and I actually visualize what I want. So even if you've already set goals, I want you to close your eyes and start to visualize what you want. And every single time a thought or an idea comes to your mind, I want you to pay attention to how it makes you feel. So close your eyes and think about the house that you want or the career that you want or the retirement that you want or the car that you want or the money that you want or the relationship that you want or the body or the health, whatever it is, close your eyes and envision that. So set your life up into those quadrants of your life, you know, your kids, your family, your relationships, your money, your health, your job, your personal life, your professional development, your hobbies, like set it up that way and think about all of those things that you want. Now begin to pay attention to how it makes you feel. If it makes you feel giddy or joyful or energized or like, oh my God, I want more of that, then that is probably something you are gonna to wanna to spend more time thinking about. Because if it makes you feel motivated like that, well, it already has some passion to, some passion behind it, right? It already has motivation behind it. You don't need to motivate yourself. You've already been motivated by the way it makes you feel. But if it makes you feel unmotivated, 
kind of icky, lacks any feeling or drive at all, then that's probably something that should fall into the category of something you thought you should want or something that you wanted before, but now you don't really want it. So questions that I ask when I'm in the visualization phase is, is this going to expand my life? Is this going to achieve and reflect my true value, my true values and my true like heart's desires, that soul calling? Is this going to excite me? Does this excite me? Will it fill my life with more soul fulfilling experiences? Like I just ask myself a bunch of questions. Why do I want this? Why do I want this? And if it's like that jump out of bed feeling, then I I mark it down, but I don't quite set a goal yet. This is what I do now. Now I visualized it and I have like a whole paper of all of these dreams and all of these desires and all of these potential wants. And then I write it out because oftentimes what happens is the Tony Robbins says this all the time. He says you overestimate what you can do in a month and you underestimate what you can do in a year. So I don't want you to, maybe you're passionate about a hundred things, but you're probably not going to be able to get a hundred things done in a month. So now what you do is begin to pick out the goals and all of those things that you just visualized about and pick out the ones that are the most heart-centered, soul-fulfilling, you know, this is definitely something that I am willing to work towards possibilities that you imagined throughout that visualization process. And then take those energizing ideas that came to you while you were dreaming, write them all down and start to make a list of what is this going to require? What are the possibilities? What will it take of my time and my finances to achieve it? And write it all down, write it all out of what you need to do to achieve that goal and what it's gonna require of you. Because oftentimes we set a goal without really thinking about the commitment that it's going to take. And it's not that you want that you don't wanna do the work, it is about becoming clear of what work you actually want to do to put your precious time, your precious money, and your precious energy into. So the dreaming phase is really important, but it is so easy to become motivated in this phase only to see it dwindle when we begin because we haven't actually taken the time to think about what it is going to take. So when you write it all out and you even do the research, you can check back in with yourself and see if you're still lit up and, and really pay attention to whether or not you're willing to go that extra mile. So for me, there was something that I really wanted at the beginning of the year. It had to do with, I wanted to extend my health knowledge. So I'm a certified health coach um, and I wanted to extend that even further. And then I did a little bit of research and realized that it was a three-year program and I'm like, you know what, I'm just not willing to commit to three years of more schooling. And that was really phenomenal to me because it helped me see what I was actually really passionate about. I'm like, I'm not going to waste three precious years of my life doing something that I don't really want to do because I feel like I need a little bit more certification in something that I'm passionate about, but just because I'm passionate about doesn't mean I need to teach it. So instead, I'm still I'm still learning about it. I'm reading a ton of books on it. I'm listening to a ton of podcasts on it, but it's not something that I want myself to be certified in to teach it. So that's a really great example of that. 
I remember last winter I was reading a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Beep by Mark Manson. I'm beeping it out because I don't want to have to put explicit language when I publish this podcast, not because I have any problem with the F word. Um, so Mark Manson says in the book, what are you willing to suffer for? And I love this question. And my husband also really loved this question. And what he meant by that was what temporary sacrifices are you willing to make to achieve the things that you most desire? So if you want a new career, Career, but you are 100% not willing to go back to school, you might want to choose an option that doesn't require additional schooling. But if you are willing and you truly want it the, with the temporary sacrifice included, you're not only going to do it, but you're going to be motivated to do it. And it might not feel effortless, but it definitely won't feel daunting because you have backed it up by inspiration, by desire, by I'm, I, I really, 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 really want this thing and I'm willing to temporarily suffer for lack of better word for it. So this is a really great way to align your goals with your heart because it's a beautiful act of self-love. And what I mean by that is you're only doing things that you really want to put your energy into. Because as you know, our energy is precious, our time is precious. And what it also does is it helps us really just drown out all of the noise from the external world, from what everyone else is saying we should do or shouldn't do. So I want you to forget about what everyone else wants or what you think you should do or what you think you should want and begin to be and do and have what you want. So the old way of setting goals just absolutely didn't work for me because as I mentioned, I would write it down, I would go through the steps and they would just sit there unlived. And I would look at the timeline and I would get frustrated or I would become disappointed that it just didn't get done. What is wrong with me? And then I would look at the goal that I wrote down and I would be uninspired by how little soul or positive energy it had and I would just give up. And But I would give up thinking there was something wrong with me. And once I changed my process, I realized that I was setting goals based on an external outcome, not on an internal outcome, which is where they need to be, meaning something that's going to enhance my life, something that would ignite my positive emotions, and something that would make me feel good. So my why is the biggest motivation for me. Your why, which is basically your feelings, your emotions, are the things that steer you towards your desires. So when you are breaking down those goals, now you have a very, very clear vision as to what it is that you want. Now you know what goals you're willing to work towards. I want you to put a few things into them. I don't want you to just write down your goal. What I want you to do is visualize achieving what you want, feeling the energy, feeling the emotion that all comes with it. So now let's go through some steps, okay? So step one is you've created the idea of what you want. Now head back to one of your life visions, 
pull out one thing you can create a goal for. For example, maybe you were working on your health and losing weight is going to be your first goal. So your goal might be to lose weight and to feel healthier. So losing weight is the outcome, but the why behind it is to feel healthy. The why behind it is to feel energy. So in this step, step one, I want you to get very specific about what you want. So for example, I want to lose 50 pounds. Boom. That's your goal. That's step one. You, you've set one tiny baby goal, which is to lose 50 pounds. Okay. So step two is break it down even further. So for example, losing 50 pounds is a great goal, but if this sounds overwhelming to you, break it down into five or 10 pound increments. So in month one, I'm going to lose five pounds. In month two, I'm going to lose eight pounds. In month three, I'm going to lose. Okay. So you just keep breaking it down. So what is, what is baby step number one? What is baby step number two? What is baby step number three? Now I don't mean what is the action step. I mean, what is the outcome? Okay. Cause we're going to break this down even further when we set a timeline, which is actually our next step. Step three is to set that specific timeline that by this date, this is your focus. This is your goalpost. This is the thing that I'm working on for the month of September or for the month of October. So let's use weight loss as another example. So if you've set the your big goal is to lose 50 pounds and you've broken it into like five positive baby goal steps of 10 pounds per month, that means that it's going to take you 10 months. So if you realize in month one that 10 pounds per month isn't working for you, you can break it down even smaller. Reevaluate your timeline, reevaluate that baby step when you get to the end of the first 30 days, for example. So you already know you're going to take five months, so you're going to set that date. So if today was September 1st, you're going to set that date out five months from September 1st. And every single two weeks, you're going to look at, you're going to have an alarm go off on your calendar. That's going to remind you to look at your goal, figure out what's working, figure out what isn't working. Do I need to break it down even more? And then also to re-inspire yourself. Okay. So people usually give up on a goal because they become overwhelmed. So this is where the timeline the timeline is only meant to be there to motivate you and to inspire you. So it shouldn't cause anxiety and it shouldn't cause stress. So whether it takes you five months or seven months or 10 months, it doesn't matter as long as you're moving forward. The timeline is just there as a goalpost to give you focus and to give you something to do every single day. When you wake up, you're like, okay, this is my goal. What am I going to do today to achieve it? So step four is extremely very, very important. I think it is the most important. And that's why do you want it? How is losing 50 pounds going to make you feel? Not just when you achieve it, but now today in this moment. And this is incredibly essential because every goal we set, every desire we want is because we think it is going to make us feel good. This is just human nature. So before you write down a goal and start taking action, make sure that you really, 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 really want it. Make sure that it is a yes, I would do anything to achieve it. Make sure that it is a goal that's infused with passion, that it inspires you to take action because it's not willpower, 
it's passion and desire and want that makes you go after the thing that you want. So get very, very clear that you're losing 50 pounds because you want to feel energized and you want to feel confident and you want to feel strong and sexy, whatever your why is. Make sure that, you know, when you eat healthy, vibrant foods, you know that you're doing it because, again, you want to feel healthy and you want to feel energized every single day. So you're adding an emotion to it. Why do you desire? what you want. So if you look at your goal and your response is, meh, I guess that's a good goal. I guess it kind of motivates me. Well, listen, you're not going to be motivated to do what it takes by a meh, it kind of makes me feel good. I want you to stop putting your energy into things that you don't really want because you don't have to keep goals on your list that you've decided, you know what, I don't really want that anymore. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I've changed my mind. So you're going to start saying is, I want this, whatever this is, because it's going to make me feel this, whatever this is, happy, joyful, free, healthy, confident. So what is the feeling you are working towards achieving? So now... Once you've set up those steps, I want you to let go of how you think it needs to show up. I want you to let go of the how. Now, you're going to take action steps, but here's what I mean by letting go. It means I don't want you to get so attached to the goal that you become stressed out, burnt out, worked out, overwhelmed because it didn't come to you in the exact way or in the exact timeline that you planned it. And why I say this is because oftentimes we miss an even better opportunity, a better aligned action plan that works better for us because we are so focused on the packaging that we set out, that we put down. It should have looked like this. It should have felt like that. I should have lost 10 pounds and I only lost five. So I don't want you to get stuck thinking that it isn't working or that I can't do this because your desires aren't coming in the form that you envisioned. That whole process is just to motivate you. That whole process is just to make sure that you're focusing on things that you really, really want. So the things that you were writing down, the things that you're envisioning are there to inspire you and keep you on that path of positivity and energy and joy and motivation and happiness. They're there to keep you towards your strong feelings of your your big why. So when you are on this path, you are able to you know, be more open to seeing other amazing opportunities that are also going to make you feel those things, that are also going to make you feel joy and happiness or however else you want to feel. Once you have all of that worked out, you have all of that stuff planned out, I want you to write it out somewhere. I want you to put it on a piece of paper. You can write it out in detail or you can write just one word that is going that you just know every single detail comes to your mind based on this word. Think about what you want, why you want it, how it makes you feel. Lay it all out because what you're going to do is you're going to put this in one, two, three, four places on your phone to remind you, whatever it is, and you are going to read this 
every single day. I want you to know the moment that you wake up that this is the thing that you're working towards. You are going to program your mind to focus on the positive feeling of what you want and why you want it. And this is what helps you create that positive momentum of training yourself to focus on the positive. This is what I'm doing. I'm showing up for myself. I'm showing up for my goal. I'm showing up for my desires. I know exactly what I want for September. I know exactly what I want for October. I know exactly what I want for today. I want you to show up for yourself and, and, and really step into, you know, this date that you've set with your health and your vacation or your new career or your financial abundance or your happiness, whatever it is that you've set. You're going to put it in your calendar. You're going to put it where you can see it and you're going to do something every single day to show up for yourself and for that date. I want you to make your goals a priority because you and your desires and your wants and your needs are your number one priority because let me tell you when you are fulfilled when you are full of joy when you are full of energy when you are happy when you are feeling good and healthy it is the most selfless thing you can do because all those around you that love you that you love that you have been spending all of your energy on instead of yourself they also benefit because it's contagious that is the whole purpose, the whole meaning behind Contagiously Positive. Be so happy, be so healthy, be so joyful, be so fulfilled, be so energetic that everyone else gets inspired by what you are doing. And then every single day, wake up and keep yourself in an energetic alignment with the goals that you've set. So if it's a financial goal, do things that make you feel financially abundant and energized to work towards taking care of your finances. If it's a health goal, make choices throughout the day that are going to keep you in alignment with that health goal you know, walk every single day, eat healthy food, treat yourself when you want to treat yourself, meditate, like take care of you, self-care, take a bath, whatever it is that's going to keep you feeling that feeling of health even before you've achieved what you want. If it's a relationship goal, start taking actions every single day to be more kind, to be more compassionate, to be more loving towards others and towards yourself. Like whatever that goal is, just take a step every single day. If it's a new course that you want to take because you're going back to school, read a chapter every day. Just take one tiny little action every single day and I promise you, you will eventually get to where you want to go. And then I'm giving you one more tool and then the rest of it you can get in my six-hour digital training, Creating and Living a Life That You Love, over at my website, contagiouslypositive.ca. One more tool is give yourself a bi-weekly. So every two weeks, give yourself a check-in and ask yourself, how am I feeling today? What have been my biggest challenges? What are the solutions to those biggest challenges? Maybe it's working with a coach. Maybe it's you need another resource. What have been your biggest successes? What big or small, because big or small, all successes matter. What am I feeling about the progress this month? Do I need any support? And if yes, 
who can help me. So don't wait until the end of the month or until the date that you're supposed to achieve your goal to give yourself a check-in. Check in every two weeks. If every two weeks isn't enough, give yourself a weekly check-in. Give yourself a daily check-in. Just keep yourself aligned to your goals and remember You are enough, you've always been enough, and you will always be enough. So there is absolutely nothing, nothing, if you really, really want it. Again, if there's passion there, if you want it, there's nothing you cannot achieve. It is possible. And I also want you to remember this. I want you to think about this. I just posted this on my social media, and it was just, it felt so powerful to me. So what if... You knew that you were so close to reaching your goal. What would you do if you knew that you were 10 feet away from reaching your goal? You wouldn't give up. You would keep going, right? You would keep taking those steps. So don't give up because you might be at those final steps just before achieving that goal. So if you were running a marathon and you knew that you only had 10 feet to go before crossing the finish line, you wouldn't give up. You would give yourself that extra push because you would know the finish line is right there. You can see it. Well, that is where you are right now. You just have to take a few more steps and I promise you, you will achieve the exact goal, the exact desire, the exact want, the exact vision that you have and that you've set for yourself. So as always, I'm going to say goodbye because I feel like what was supposed to be a 10 minute podcast went way, way long, but that's how passionate I am about this. So have a wonderful day, everyone. Go out there and achieve your dreams. And as always, be happy, be healthy. And of course, The most selfless thing you can do is be contagiously positive.